0: I'm Jean Barsotti, and you're listening to the Uncomfortable Conversation Speaker Series podcast, brought to you by the Carnegie Free Library of Beaver Falls. The Uncomfortable Conversation podcast is a production of the Social Voice Project. Well, welcome to our very first podcast of the Uncomfortable Conversation series. With me today is Kevin Farkas, who is producing
1: our podcast for us. Hi, Gene. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited about this podcast. Great. So am I. (laughs) I mean, just the title alone kind of piques my interest. Well, I
0: had the thought of Uncomfortable Conversations after seeing a a session at a Rotary conference um, on human trafficking. And I remember back when I was a youngster and they were worried about cults and Uh, human trafficking and all the drug issues and stuff and never realized had the opportunity to have those conversations with my parents and so you know just kind of knew to be staying away from those things so this is kind of in a day and age that you know that's not as easy as it used to be to just stay away so I thought you know here is a great opportunity to get parents and children teens talking to one another about things that kind of affect each of their lives and just bring them closer and make them a tighter unit, a family unit. So having uncomfortable conversations, they're not easy to start. They're about topics that maybe both don't really know about and, you know, just know a little bit. So it's kind of a way to have families engage in their daily life with
1: each other. You know, we produced uh, several podcasts. One is about addiction, heroin addiction. Another one is around sexual trauma, specifically military sexual trauma in both of those realms. People don't talk about their addiction. We don't talk about addiction as a society very much. Same with sexual assault. So having these topics exposed to the public and having the public come in to be a part of these conversations, I think that's a, just a critical role for the library to play in our community.
0: To be able to have a place or a forum, to be able to explore these kind of topics, you don't have them in day-to-day life anymore. You see media that's just throwing ideas at you, just throwing things at you, and there's really no discussion. You hear of fake news, you hear of all these other sides, but you just don't get a chance to see it in a calm manner and have a good civil discourse. So this is a good place. The library is a wonderful place to be able to set aside some time, open it to the public and have them come in and listen to this, learn a little bit more and even share their views with it. Because I, I think that's a lot of it is everybody has their viewpoint and would like to be heard and you know, understanding it a little bit more is always helpful
1: on its face, this sounds edgy, you know. Mm -hmm. Are there other places, other libraries that are doing this?
0: Not to my knowledge. You know what? It can be considered edgy, but I would really think of it more of as a cultural shift. Having this type of program is to help do a cultural or community shift. We don't really talk a lot anymore to one another. It's really talking at. There's not really an opportunity to have conversations about things. So, you know having uncomfortable conversations yeah it could be a little bit edgy but it's more of that it is something that gee we've never talked about this before so here's an opportunity to be able to have it in a safe space in a place where it's unbiased that you know you're in a library it's not your home it's not your school it's not your work it's someplace different and the library is that place that you can feel safe to be able to share your expression or to share your views because what is a library but and it, it has every point of view it, it does not it doesn't try to censor it keeps it open from every point of view so that you have the opportunity to learn or in, experience other thoughts so um,
1: tell me about the program and how does it work are you planning many of these throughout the year what is the schedule
0: well actually this was just kind of the first one and we're seeing how it goes but you know thinking further out to try to pull two about maybe three or four of them a year would be good you know about once a quarter uh with the comprehensive plan for the library we're looking at developing programming that is going to be engaging with the community so there's some adult stuff there's children's stuff there's teen stuff um right now we've got a really good strong teen or after school programming going on that has been a partnership with the Trails Ministry and with Tiger Paws. So area kids are getting a chance to really explore their world and explore art and explore STEM topics. But we didn't really have much for adults. So that's where we're slowly working on creating programming that um would engage them as well. And and that's and that's all ages. So the uncomfortable conversations is um Kind of a first foray into it uh, to see how lecture series are. Um, the CDC does their lecture series, and it's very well um, received. They've got a lot of uh, attendance to it, like through Geneva College and the in the, C- the town, CDC. the Community Development Corporation of Beaver Falls. They are an organization that that they're they're working on just betterment of Beaver Falls. So they have different projects. They have the spaces in between. They've got um, a couple other things that are really, you know, really good just to promote the city and making it look good and bringing in new businesses and working with the city, working with council to and business area businesses to promote the community Uh, because Beaver Falls is kind of on the cusp of a transition. And so with their doing their thing in the library, doing our thing with um, empowering and inspiring lifelong learning and bringing more technology in to be able to help entrepreneurs run their businesses, to be able to provide services for teaching and so that they can learn to do things.
1: Um, Wow, it's wonderful things going on there in Beaver Falls. And it sounds like the library is just right in the middle of this movement and on the Front edge, edge of it of course and I have to ask you this any pushback any negative reaction to the idea
0: actually I it was well received in my with the board and with the people in the committee that works with this I uh, thought it was a grand idea as well and that's and that's it is when you're looking at the culture of your community and wanting to change it you kind of got to ask some hard questions and so you know easing you in with you know what's going on nationally, That helps, you know, that that you get people to be able to spark up and say, hey, you know, you they get to see all things going on and to finally have a forum to be able to share their how they feel. It's it's kind of nice, you know, that they feel that they're engaged. And that's the idea is that. By sparking the community, the com- they, you know, you get a couple of them to spark up and say, hey, you know what, let's start working on this. Let's You know, you get community involvement, you get community engagement, whether they choose to work, choose to be at the library to do it, or whether they choose to do it through their church group or through any of the organizations, businesses in the area. That's the whole idea. It takes the community to be a community then that's what's really neat about it. It's, uh, you know, you find people that you didn't know you had before. Because there's people out there that don't come to the library. They don't see a need to come to the library. They have no idea why you have a library. But, you know, but with a library, you need to have one in a community. It's, uh, it's part of education. It's the, you could call it an alternative educational resource. Yes, there's your schools, there's your colleges. But, you know, this is a place where, it's different. It's not structured like you have at a school. So this is where you can explore, you can develop, you can grow, you can communicate, learning things. Um,
1: so I love that concept. I love yeah. the boldness here that you're expressing with with the, the projects. Uh, I think this is going to be significant. What is this first event? And uh, you told me this is Going to be a real doozy, right? Yeah. The,
0: <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. The
1: well, you told me about the subject, I was like, What? What? I never would have even thought about this subject in the context of Beaver Falls. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, oh, tell us about this first event.
0: Our first event is going to be on human trafficking, it is a very serious it, and it is very relevant to Beaver County. Um, actually, it's to our region we just think in beaver county but if you look out a little bit more into western pennsylvania and the pittsburgh area uh, we have got a wonderful network of highways and byways and roads that can lead you anywhere and that is really kind of part of the human trafficking dilemma is that you've got road, you know, it's real easy access. You're 15 minutes from a highway that'll take you to any major city in the United States. About oh, so
1: You're not just speaking metaphorically about the road. This is literally how it happens. It, yes. The transportation part. Transportation
0: of of it. part of it is. Um, and we, what's really interesting is that um, we will be having Sister Jeanette Buesen, who is part of the Beaver County anti human trafficking coalition to talk about this, is that um, you don't realize it is closer than you think, it, that, you know, kids are groomed for this and you don't realize they're getting groomed for it. And it happens very subtly. It happens, you know, that it's done in a way that, you know, you it looks innocent and the next thing you know, your child is gone or, you know, a child is missing. From what I have understood is that, you know, they get guys in the community to go after younger girls, you know, and, you know, the girls are impressed by this, like, oh, I got an older guy, you know, a high school guy or high school girl and a college guy, you know, kind of hitting on me, making me look pretty. And then kind of like, well, why don't you come over here and meet this? And Shared has a movie on um, this about a woman, a girl's experience. And that's what it was. It was just it was kind of a grooming And without realizing it being a grooming, she could have very seriously have gone missing, but her friend was very diligent in making sure that um, she didn't go and told her parents and that. And it's, it's kind of like that if you look at something that's suspect, we need to be a little bit more aware of our surroundings and what's going on and watching, you know. Well what you can expect when you see the uncomfortable conversation is is that um rather than putting everybody in the same room all at once teens have a tendency to not really talk or speak up when there's adults in the room. So we've got one lady who works with sharedhope.org which is an organization for human traffic, you know, helping those who have been human trafficked, um, and she will be sharing some stories to help the kids relate to this and understand what's going on, how to ID it, and to be aware. And then the adults will be taken to another room, and um, Sister Jeanette will be talking to them about it. She's from the Beaver County anti-human traffic coalition so she's gonna speak on the subject and those are what's called a concurrent session so it's about 45 minutes for each and then after a little short break everybody will come together and then we'll have them sit there and so if there's questions they can be asked at that time and then also Then we'll have a panel of people to talk to about what's going on in Beaver County. So we'll have some questions for them to ask or to answer. And then if people have other questions to ask, that this gets a a chance for everybody to get involved. And then um, we're planning to have a little bit of display of some things, um, of books that are out there that if people want to read or a video that they'd want to watch. Uh, Also, just some more, you know, to like, what's the next steps? Okay, yeah, I come to this, so what do I do now? We hope that, you know, you'll be able to recognize, you know, something that looks like grooming, or you'll be able to go and be suspect of something that you might say, hey, you know, mention it to somebody. If you see something, say something, you know, type thing, or to be able to, you know, just to be more familiar with it and, you know, maybe end up having that conversation with a niece, a nephew, your child, or, you know, some, a friend's kid, you know, somewhere along the way that you'd be able to continue the conversation along the way and having parents continue the conversation and teachers conversating about it.
1: And this is, what I think, a real value of having a, a podcast mm-hmm. around the series is that the recordings will live on. Yes. Uh, they'll be accessible at the library's website, also on the socialvoiceproject.org. Those can be shared. They can be downloaded. There will be show notes and materials that right there in the text that people can follow up on Mm -hmm. if they want more information, more resources on all the issues that you'll be addressing. Right. That's a really cool thing.
0: That actually, yeah, now that you're saying that, is that even with show notes, that's an exciting thing because you can embed in that the website for the library and be able to have easier access to it and that right there is part of the 21st century library experience is that it's just going beyond the walls of the library. (laughs) This is Jean Barsotti, director of the Carnegie Free Library of Beaver Falls, and you've been listening to the Uncomfortable Conversation Speaker Series podcast, brought to you by the Carnegie Free Library of Beaver Falls. The library is currently implementing our comprehensive plan for vision transformation, a long-term plan approved by the board in 2016 in transforming existing library services into a 21st century experience. Today, a library must be more than a place to check out a book. The vision of the library is to inspire and empower lifelong learning and the exchange of knowledge. Our comprehensive plan is based on the concept of community engagement. We are constantly enlisting individuals from our community and designated service area who will share their specific knowledge and expertise with interested parties of all ages to support our vision and assist the board in bringing our comprehensive plan to life. If you like what you heard, be sure to like, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane.
1: Okay, there you go.
0: Okay, as long as I keep it at this level, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, that works fine.